Welcome to The Lunch Table, where real friends who are real pastors having real conversations you may or may not have said out loud once you've left The Lunch Table. Good morning, or maybe good afternoon, or maybe good night if you're listening to this while you're trying to fall asleep. I mean, I know as exciting as we are, I'm sure some of you out there are just... uh, are snoozing but welcome back to the lunch table we are glad that you're here i am with nate and drew guys tell me summer is upon us it has really officially started nate tell me what it what has changed for you in your summer schedule like what changes for you when when kids are out of school and church families schedules change what, what's what's going on with you yeah man so <clears throat> one of the good things about being a lead pastor is you can be honest and real about how hard you do work unlike youth pastors who have to make it up <laughs> that like oh we're busy 12 <laughs> months a year i don't ever have a slow season um no uh, summer, summer is definitely wow feisty <laughs> right off the bat <laughs> i'll just have you get first, for the trigger right now tra- <laughs> i was just happy to get the first jab in but no, we uh, June and July is pretty chill for me, honestly. It's it's nice. Um, coming off of an insane time of uh, we got a lot of stuff for our building, which is still full force. But um, but yeah, it's a pretty chill time. Really focus on sermon series and prep for the fall. And um, we have an amazing summer program at our church, so my kids go to that, and my two year old still goes to daycare when Hope's not working. So. Um, the routine really doesn't change too much. It's just not nearly as uh, crazy um, start to finish as usual. So that's nice. Very nice. Nice. I Don't like you how have you a funny feeling the word jab since you've been going to nine rounds. You know? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh, look at this yeah. man. That's some that was, nice that was a jab. It wasn't quite the cross yet. Yeah, no yeah, cross. yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the you uppercut's know his, coming later. <laughs> you know his sermons are going to start at like... So many like you gotta duck and dive and say those shots your way. You gotta bob and weave. And, you know, you know he's gonna be throwing he's, around. He's not gonna pull the verdict with like the gym in his office. He's just gonna have a punching bag and just. Yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go up and preach like with my with my gloves on. Oh oh, there's a whole glove on the score. What? Been going to had, nine round for three weeks. Starts talking like he's Mike Tyson. <laughs> no, Adesanya. Adesanya. I'm not a boxing fan. But yes, I I do mirror Adesanya's moves on the day. Not you mirror not Adesanya's oh, moves. I look just like the last year. Okay, he's the greatest UFC fighter right now ever. And, oh, or right, right now, now ever. Uh, Does that makes sense. I would be surprised if he is even in the top twenty. He, he didn't, he lost. He lost that higher belt. There's so many people are more accomplished than him. Anyways, that, that's, we can, we can save that for the, he's just, he's just, his style is in the top five. He's oh. like a Conor McGregor, all talk, but. No. All right, guys, we're no, going to start a new not. podcast called After the Table, <laughs> and it's a sports podcast. After we're the table. Talk about. Dessert. Welcome <laughs> to the Drew, dessert. Drew, bar. what is, what is your summer looking like? Um, well, on my little uh, sabbatical from being a dad, um, <laughs> it's been uh, um, happy Father's Day. Thanks. Yeah, it's so weird to have Father's Day and not have my kids around. Um, but uh, no, nah, man, things have been good. It's been um, I feel like the last couple of weeks, especially like this is the earliest we've ever done VBS, and it's my last VBS like working with kids, man. So it's like a lot of work, but also with some light at the end of the tunnel right you know so mm. next week is vbs for 
for us. Um, and usually it waits till all the way like in August. So right, you know, to be done with that and then I'll have camp like two weeks later, um, like which, you know, whatever it's just it's just a lot of work all at once basically um but um at the same time it's been really cool um because everything else has slowed down right like we don't do yeah. wednesday night programming over the summer um and so it's a lot of like hanging out with students um last night we literally had like an impromptu like hey just come to our house and have dinner and like 20 oh, people fun. just randomly showed up and it was like <laughs> awesome um and so like like moments where you can actually have like those organic ministry times of like um like you know like this family who's you know they're the mom of this family is taking over the kids men stuff from me um but all their kids have been in my youth group for forever um until they moved away and now they're back um and uh their oldest is going to college and so being able to talk to her about college and the things that she's worried about and like have real conversations about it um was so refreshing to just be able to like mm. hey this is the stuff that i love the most about doing this job <laughs> and it's like i yeah. actually get to do them right now this is amazing you know so um but yeah so it's it's been good it's just like a lot of things all at once i think is kind of the the biggest thing but um but it's been it's been interesting because it's like actually semi-slow but also fast at the same time i don't know it's weird i think like when the schedule changes it's weird when like for me i feel like um over the last six months um it's been the most you know morning to evening you know work 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 try you know do like learning from the podcasts learning from talking to you guys quality family time i don't feel like i've lost my family in the last six months or anything like that yeah. but we bought a house and we remodeled the the kitchen in the living room and um so that's that took over our weekends which was great for um my wife and i we've had a, it was fun doing it together it was fun doing a project together not great for yeah. the kids like because like you know they're in the back rooms while we're you know painting and putting in countertops and sinks and dishwashers and things like that but what but what's nice is um it felt like this weekend, all the hard work finally paid off. Mm. You know, we got a new staff person to come in and help with our preschool side of kids things. And so this Sunday was the first Sunday I was able to go to our elementary director and say, hey, I'm here for you, which felt really good. Um, we have interns in and we've that was insane for a little bit, but now they're kind of rolling. So they ran their first event last night, you know, on their own, kind of letting them do their thing. and. But it's funny because Nate, you said this, and this is what I was wondering on the podcast, maybe today to talk about a little bit was how do we keep up our relationships over the summer? How do we keep up with our rest over the summer? Because it feels so different mm -hmm. because um, I felt like I was letting people down because I had too much. This week has slowed down so much. And so I find, found myself trying to catch back up relationally with people. And now I've, I'm kind of, we leave for camp on Monday. So I find myself today and tomorrow realizing, oh crap, I got to get a bunch of stuff done because I, I wasn't as sharp the first two days. So I was just kind of curious about you guys. Like, what is, you know, how do you rest over the summer? How do you keep your relationships with your leaders over the summer? And then how do you keep yourself from falling into like summer vacation mode uh, over the summer? <laughs> we'll go Drew first. We'll go Drew first. Nate and Drew are both pointing at each other at the same time. So Drew. <laughs> 
tell us how you how you what's your mentality over the summer that might be different from the fall and winter yeah i think honestly one of the things for me um is that especially with students it's the only time of year where i can have like regular organic hangout time with students Mm -hmm. and like work them like with the most benefit right like if we're talking about like cost benefit how you spend your time like that kind of stuff like spending your even an afternoon with a student in the summer um when they have nothing to do (laughs) like like it's (laughs) way more beneficial than like oh, let me uh, see if I can squeeze in a coffee between um, they get out of school and then we've got youth group on Wednesday. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like, cause my brain is already in like five different places and you know, all that stuff. And so the summertime is definitely like prime time. Let's, let's hang kind of time for, for me and my ministry. Um, but I think that one of the, one of the pieces about that is is really like trying to figure out that balance and in this year because my kids are not here the balance is a lot different um you know because i'm trying to be even more intentional with just me and lexi um to be able to have time for the two of us and not eat it up with like oh my kids aren't here let me hang out with students 24 7 you know um Mm, yeah (laughs) that's that's not good either um and so um you know just trying to figure out the balance of like you know, for me, that would normally look like nights, nights and like most Saturdays are, are sacred, um, you know, for, for family time, for sure. Like, like, especially like the late nights, you know, like we can't, we can't just give up every single night of the week, um, for, um, for ministry stuff. Um, you know, and so trying to, trying to keep that as much as I can. And then, um, when we do have things that go into the night or we do those things, it's like something that Lexi and I decide on, okay, well, what days do we, are we comfortable with for this week? You know, so like looking at the week at a time and, and kind of break it out on like, okay, well, I don't really want to have four days of ministry things in one week, you know, so let's spread that out, you know, and yeah. uh, even, even if they are more organic, we can, we can plan them a little bit, you know? <laughs> and so, um, but yeah, it's, just things like that, like just being intentional about like, okay, we got to separate that time out um, and not not let it be so driven just by like, oh, okay, well, I feel like doing this today. <laughs> it's like having some sort of plan, um, honestly, is, is definitely the, the start of that process for us. Yeah, so for me, um, it's a very interesting uh, situation. I, uh, just to get a little super vulnerable, super real. Um, I'm actually coming out of a season of kind of like being a little more down than usual, um, which is not normal for me, but um, just, I hit the summer very different than I'm used to with my routine in the sense of this year coming into summer, going through, you know, DNI retreat back, you know, last month and then a little beyond like some stuff with our trustees and just some real heavy stuff there that uh, we're coming out of, but still a long way to go as far as now what to do as a church. But, um, but I'm not going to lie. I was, I was, I was looking forward to talking to you two about this, but I had this moment of just like, wow, I can't get my trustees united at the time, which we are now praise God came out of that season um, for sure. Um, but I was like, man, for the first time in my five-year lead pastor career, I have a very divided board on a huge issue. Um, I took 
with that hard. Um, <clears throat> for the first time in many years, um, I don't have an intern this summer, like an official intern. So that really hit me hard. That was like a punch in the gut for me, man. Like I, I get so much out of pouring into interns. Like I feel like a little part of me was missing <laughs> wow. um, this summer and, and some major insecurities there. Like. I can't, I can't get my board on, on, on board. <laughs> um, I can't even recruit an intern. I have a part-time position available that is going to be really hard to fill and had gotten a few like, you know, um, situations where I was just like, wow, I can't really hire right now. Um, anyways, just due to not knowing the direction of our church, but now we do. And it's just like, man, I, I, uh, I'm not used to, it's, it's kind of weird. It's, this is so dumb. Um, but I, it's like, you're used to the kid on the playground that everybody wants to play with. And then like one day, no one's there to play with you. And you're just like, <laughs> what is going on, man? Like what happened? I, I can't hire a position. I can't get my board on board and I can't have an intern. Like this is weird. And so, mm. um, it led me into this summer of just still focusing on, you know, developing leaders and, and working with who we have here and just really like, all right, Nate, you can't stay in a funk forever. Um, you got to get going. And sure enough, our in-house guy who's starting his internship in the fall, he's just already a rock star. And so that, that's been a good pick me up um, this summer. And uh, so I'm trying to pour into relationships in a very different way than I'm used to. Um, and that is more broad instead of like specifics. Um, and so it's, it's, it's going better. I thought it would be going so far. <laughs> I think it's so hard because, um, when you first get started in ministry, you're so excited. You're so energetic and I'm going on year like 16, wow. I think. And you Man, realize at some, you <laughs> I know I am old. <laughs> I am old. You got that, um, that, you got that salt in that brown beard yet? A little, little gray. No, oh, no, no gray. A little every once in a while, a little gray one will come out, and Emily might well be like, "Oh, you got a gray." <laughs> you Emily, grab the tweezers. Pick it. Pick it. <laughs> um, Why do those ones hurt? But so that's what I want to know. When you pull them out, they hurt so much oh. worse than everything else. I don't know why. You know, anyway. I, <laughs> yeah. And then you go see a movie like Top Gun, and you look at like Tom Cruise at like sixty years old or however old he is, and no, you're just true. like. What, that's what millions of dollars can do for you. Hundreds yeah. of millions of dollars can do yeah, for you. Yeah. But anyways, um, I think you realize that like, I think with some of my younger guys, they're like, I'm just so tired or I'm so whatever. And I think I, I got over that hump to realize that like ministry never really stops. Like this idea that, you know, you get to take a few months off. And I'll be honest, I think that kind of is part of the church culture a little bit of just like, oh, the summer's here, things slow down or, oh, that's here, you know, things slow down. I'm like, I don't, for, for youth, it just speeds up. Like, cause we have, so today we have all our middle schoolers here doing a missions day. We're doing like a, you know, the local church missions and they're doing mm -hmm. a community service. So that was a big deal for our middle school guys. So they had to, you know, they finished out the, they finished out the school year, summer kickoff, wow. missions day, we leave for camp on Monday come wow. on i mean like wow it's a lot and it took me a long time to realize like that is a lot to um process and to handle but that's where um i make sure family time becomes so much more important like yeah. family time goes through the roof like family dinners family outings you know things like that has to ramp yeah. way up for me in order for me to survive the summer yeah, yeah. and not vacation. just for your what family either oh, like that's 
that's for you too, right? Like that's the, that's the thing that I feel like people, like a lot of times when we talk about these things, it's like, like the, we're like, oh, well, we don't want to forget about our family. We want to, you know, help them too. You know, it's like, but like those family times are just as much for us as they are for them. You know, like, like that time's got to be life-giving for us for it to mean anything for them either. Thanks. And Nate, I'm praying for you because I just, um, so I don't know, do you guys know who John Mark Comer is? He wrote the book, Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. Yeah. He's one of the deepest speakers I've ever heard. Like mm-hmm. he is, his sermons, I highly recommend. What's his Anyways, name? John Mark Comer. John Mark Comer. Um, okay. And it was funny, Nate, because he just went on sabbatical and into his whole congregation, he goes, I feel bad because people are asking me, how was it? And I want to be like, it was amazing. He's like, but it's the hardest most spiritually draining like he said it was just such a tough time when he when some things came to light about him and his spiritual life um and he didn't go into details he said something fell through that they've been working towards for a long time or something wow. I, I don't know what it was but nate do you feel like you're in your your hero's journey of mm-hmm. you know you know like in a movie where it's like there's a little bit of success in the beginning and then they get back to the base and they realize, oh, everything was destroyed. And you're like, oh crap, this is the crux. This is the hero's journey for me. Well, wow, excellent question. And it's actually, for me, I think it's a little opposite where it gave me perspective of like, are you kidding me, Nate? Like you have such a great community here. You have such great connections and relationships. Like don't cry over two or three things, you know, that aren't going well, <laughs> you know, it's kind of <laughs> like perspective, you know, but yeah, just that moment of, of that now we'll tell you um you know we'll we'll time stamp this podcast because um you know depending on how this huge project goes as far as like our building and stuff um you know i might have that moment here in the next six months who knows i'm just like oh wow we can't do it we're not we're not there but i i really feel like we're gonna you know god's gonna lead us to where we need to go but uh we'll see man no it it was that moment though though of uh of wow um maybe things have happened pretty easy in certain circumstances and God's like wanting to work me and have me, uh, you know, grow in other areas and, and focus on other things. And, uh, it's weird, man, that, that, that answer is fully uh, to be determined. We'll see here in the next six months for sure. Yeah. Well, man, stay encouraged, you know, stay encouraged to know that you are the leader that God's called you to be there uh, for yeah. sure. Thanks. Both show. So what advice do you have for our listeners going through this? I mean, like, as we know, Ooh. we have people coming in. What, what advice do you guys have? Hey, guys. Uh, oh, oh, man, I feel bad. I, I had to come do the podcast at the church because I'm important meeting. And the Rob Perry just walked in. But he hey. saw me on the podcast and snuck out. Oh, love to man, I love come in and jump in. Rub that bald head on the, on the Instagram feed. <laughs> <laughs> He's a beautiful man. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't even know what to say. You've never been tempted just to grab the top of his head and just be like, my man. <laughs> I love you. Oh, no. Wow. You, you have better restraint than I. I, I. I feel more convicted now. Um, but no, my advice, my advice to uh, anybody is, um, you know, I hate it. Just honestly, build a bridge, you know, come on, get over certain things of just like put it in perspective, you know, pray harder, uh, see God more, um, allow him to show you perspective and and be thankful. Just as Paul says, you know, be thankful for the the journey, be thankful for the tough times. And uh, I tell you one of the stories that was through a sermon that really got me through it was 
Paul and Silas literally praying and giving God praise while in prison, not begging God to save them, not begging God to fix it. They were just, just worshiping and giving God thanks. And guess what he did? He fixed it. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, perspective on that of whatever season you're in, man, um, spend that time with Jesus, spend that time with family, friends, and, um, and see what God's working through it and not just complain that you're in it. Yeah. Yeah. Drew, what about you, man? What do you have for our listeners today? Like as you're kind of, you got VBS coming up and you got camp coming up. We know that there's a lot of other leaders right now where their summer schedules get get crazy busy. What what What's God doing in your life right now that you can impart for our listeners? Yeah, honestly, I feel like um, a li- what Nate was talking about kind of reminded me of this. Um, and something that I've been really trying to work through and on and stuff. Um, is trying to um, trying to figure out um, how to like keep positive thought paths, um, and uh, you know, I've been kind of going through and uh, learning a lot about like counseling stuff recently because I've had to do a lot more um, with people and and just kind of like counsel myself too a little bit, and um, you know just getting into this place where um, where you can get trapped in your own like like negative thoughts of like, man, we just really do have no break. You know, it's like, I, I find myself t- thinking that to myself all the time, you know, or like thinking about like, mm-hmm. oh, well, this isn't going right. And this isn't this. And like getting focused on like the negative things and it's, um, like forgetting to celebrate like the, the good things that are happening in the middle of all that stuff. And, um, I think especially when, when we get busy, um, those, those things become easier to do and to think oh. through. Um, and so like, honestly, for me right now, I think slowing down what's coming towards me, (laughs) um, you know, (laughs) like finding a way to slow that stuff down, um, and get out of my own perspective and just like put the, put the right things at like at the place where they should be, you know, like with VBS and stuff, like there's a lot of, there's a lot of times where, you know, especially as the leader of the kids and stuff for, for me, like that's my role is you know when everyone's freaking out about like oh these decorations are not whatever and blah 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 blah, and it's not coming out or or this didn't work out the way that i thought it would be and it's like well that's not why we're here (laughs) it's like you know it's like you know remembering the right things and and under understanding where the the things need to come together and stuff so um especially when it comes to like camp and vbs and things like that and these busy times it gets so easy to um, to get caught up in those things. And honestly, your volunteers and your staff people are the ones that are going to help you get to the wrong place with that stuff. That's right. (laughs) And so like, just remember, like, you know, if you're a spiritual leader, like lead spiritually, you know, (laughs) don't, don't get caught up in the, in the, you know, the wrong parts of those things, you know, details are important. Planning is important. Excellence is important. Um, but they're not the thing, you know, they are, they're, a, yeah. a really big piece of all this stuff, but they're not the thing, you know? So, um, keeping that in perspective and, 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 you know, really honestly thinking about like how, you know, you're not, you're not suffering for, for nothing, you know, like what, you know, what mm-hmm. Nate's talking about with all that stuff, like keeping those things in perspective, that's, that's all you can do, honestly. Cause at the end of the day, it's not up to you. You know, it's, it's God oh. working through the stuff you're doing anyway. Yeah, you know, it's funny because, um, you know, I, I feel like I've pushed our team 
to do a little bit more or to, to stay more active throughout the summer. Because I do believe in student ministry, there's like summer students and then there's school year students. Yeah, I do believe that there's a group of students that just stick around over the summer that you can connect to that you don't always get to connect to over the school year. And so, you know, we've, we've kind of pushed the ball forward on keeping active and staying relationally involved with students and everything. But I think the thing that I take away is, is I said, guys, you got to remember, we're going to evaluate the process more than the actual event, right? Like the event is going to come And And the thing is, is if, if you think that the success of this event is how many students show up, then you're missing the point over the summer because, because it's, that's impossible to gauge. It's impossible to gauge. Yeah their schedules, their routines, their parents' schedules, their parents' routines, all those things. I said, but what what I do want us to, and I just tried to encourage my team yesterday on this, in this up hearing you guys talk was, is our, as us lead, are we coming into this event from a place of rest, a place of fullness or a place of emptiness? And that's mm -hmm. what I want to evaluate. So if we're doing, if we're so exhausted by the time we get there, then we are doing something wrong, yeah. you know? Um, and that's what we want to figure out right we want to figure out that and i think after hearing you guys talk it's just a little bit more about like our inner thoughts our inner mind our inner peace that needs to come out over the summer more than ever because yeah. you are tired you are tired nate well, looks like you're about to say something oh no i was actually muted to cough but um oh. <clears throat> but i always do have something to say shout out bob hawker on working from rest and leading from rest um so true bob who is Matt and I's lifelong friend. Drew's only known him for like a year, um, but yes, that was on. Um, but yeah, that that's been huge of, of implementing that with the staff here and stuff too. Is like leading from a place of rest, not yeah. go 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 crash. <laughs> yeah, where does that pressure come from? Is it is it like even Nate right now? The season are you in? Do you do mm. you think this is more Nate's thoughts? Oh, you this is this Satan trying to get a seat at your table, you know, kind of thing. Oh, yeah, I think so. I, I think um <laughs> well yeah, I think Drew hit on it. I think yeah, Satan or volunteer Drew calls them volunteers. Um I call him <laughs> Satan. But um no, I'm just kidding. Um but no, I think I think yeah, he uses many different ways to get us to focus on the wrong things, you know, to to get us to make something about something that it's not even about. And like what you said, Matt you know, numbers, whatever, even especially summertime, that's impossible. So why even get caught up in that, right. that losing battle? So yeah, to not let Satan get a seat at the table to say, Hey, you know what? Um, this means you suck, or this means, you know, things are falling apart, or this means it's time to go <laughs> or anything. It's like, Whoa, wait a second. Let's, let's not go there. Let's pray, and, pray and fast. Um, I mean, it's, it's funny. Uh, Bob said this as he was our guest, I think last episode that aired or two, two episodes ago. But where he's like, we just three do things like Jesus. Good. Three episodes, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you know, we just we just model our ministry and lives after Jesus. And I'm like, dang, that works, you know. So <laughs> um, fasting and praying. I mean, that that literally led to um, you know some major issues I was facing to uh, turn out better. And so it's like, okay, Satan, nope, you're not gonna. You know how you know how like when you're going through something in your life like everything you want to do and feel like doing is exact usually opposite of what you need to do mm -hmm. like i just i don't want to get out of bed today well i need to get out of bed and be productive that's actually going to help me yeah where as opposed to what i feel like and i think that's the key is you gotta you gotta discern you know what's what's trying to knock you off the path and what's going to keep you on the path i love uh that John Mark Comer sermon, he said, you know, it's funny, we try to add, we try to like grow spiritually through addition, 
podcasts, books, mm. devotions. He's like mm. prayer and fasting actually is added through subtraction. And when anything wow. that's ripped out of you is way more painful, wow. you know, and um, I think this summertime, um, this is encouraging to me. So I'm gonna give you guys my one minute takeaway and I'll let you guys finish it up. But I think what's encouraging to me when I'm hearing this morning, when I'm away with is, um, one, of course, I, you know, I'm not alone in some of these feelings and where mm -hmm. I'm at. Um, my inner life really matters more than ever when the rhythm and the schedule and my time and everything changes, right? Like my inner life, my thoughts matter more. My devotions matter, you know, more. I don't know if that makes sense. I don't know if that's theologically correct, but but all those things just I have to stay on them just because I'm, you know, maybe can sleep in a little bit later or stay out a little bit later. My inner life is really going to depict how I feel about what else is happening over the yeah. summer. So Drew, what's your one minute takeaway? Honestly, um, I feel like I need to be more, more open about this than, than I was before. Um, like, um, personally, this is, this is something that I've been going through for the last like six months, um, for sure. Like I've been going to counseling for me. Um, and honestly, I 100% recommend that for any pastor, um, Same. just in general, because like I've learned so much about counseling other people that it's just ridiculous. Um, you know, I don't think I, like until, until I actually had like a professional, like, like therapist, I don't think I ever had anyone ask me why I thought something or why I felt mm. some way. I was like, wow. Or like, it's like, Oh, I felt like this. And it's like, Oh, well, what was the thought behind that? Like if some, I've never heard anyone say that until wow. until somebody did that. And I was like, that, that is profound. Um, but, um, mostly because of like just the negative thought paths that I created for myself after Kinsley got diagnosed, um, hundred wow. percent, not that I swear I, I make it a point to not bring up my autistic child every episode but it just happens <laughs> so i'm sorry, Dude, sorry about that you listeners go with but, it. Um, <laughs> but uh it is a part of my life um but yeah. um honestly for me i think a lot of people really focus on oh well have you had your quiet time you know or what's your what's your mm -hmm. prayer like you know right and and almost just to mirror what matt was saying like you know everyone talks about addition and stuff like that and even Prayer and fasting is really, really is taking away. But like, wow. I, I, even to add to that, like, I think for me, the the battle is not won in in the moments that you decide to do something drastically different. Like, the battle is won in your thoughts and in your moment to moment. Thanks. I mean, like, when you wake up, the first thought on your mind, like the the thought you have after a phone call with somebody like the the your planning meetings like how you're thinking about every th every little piece you know like how you react to things that's where those battles are won and lost and um mm. like when you can figure that out and and then slow down enough to be able to like decide to think differently mm that's that's when you've really made a difference in in your own life and until you can until you can do that and do it like effectively and and find a way to do that like you're just not going not only are you not going to feel like yourself 
like if you're in this place of like being way overstressed and way overdone and stuff like that like you're not going to be yourself but also your ministry is going to just suffer Thanks. from that so um i've seen it. <laughs> it 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 happened to me for a little while i'm not gonna wow. lie and uh honestly i feel like right now the things at my hands are so much better because I understand myself better, you know, and like, yeah. and, it, and because my thoughts in the moments are so much better than they were previously. And it's not like out of a place of sin. It's just like str strictly out of a place of like, I'm sad and my brain, brain. Sad. <laughs> you know, like, yep. you know yep. like, like legitimately like changing my thought process and, and, and thinking about it differently. And so, um, yeah if that's you honestly like legitimately go talk to a counselor please like <laughs> like I, I promise you like you may feel weird about it right now but it would be it would help you so dang much do it well life-changing life-giving yes. <laughs> like everything um yes my one minute takeaway is listen to what drew just said and and do it um <laughs> <clears throat> that is absolutely massive. It's literally therapeutically teaching you how to lay new tracks in your brain where your brain has literally led you down a path and how it thinks. And, and now we're trying to lay new tracks, like yeah. how to think things differently. And that's not easy to do. And you're not going to just wake up one day and do it on your own. I mean, you need the tools to do that and help. So um, huge <clears throat> reiteration of that. And, um, and I think this is a common theme, probably every episode as well. But honestly, my takeaway is this is why you need a lunch table because yes. I did not wake up today thinking, oh, I'm going to tell everyone on a podcast about, you know, Nate's insecure. <laughs> um, but <laughs> you just never know by opening up to each other and being yeah. there for each other. You know, us three have now done this over a year and have been um, in ministry and, and, and connected for a long time. And it's like, those moments create these opportunities, you know, to really share and be open and um, help each other out through high seasons, low seasons, numb seasons, <laughs> whatever season you're in, you're going to need this time to connect and to talk. And uh, so, hey, my takeaway, thank you guys for the lunch table and thank you for the opportunity to just to be real in the talk. It's been it's been awesome. Yeah. Well, hey guys, these are real friends who are real pastors who are also really imperfect having a conversation <laughs> with you. And um, this is the lunch table. Peace out. Peace. Peace.